Yeah, well, you can't exactly go into a meeting and, and go, sorry, do you mind, and unzip your pants and jerk That's off. That's not what I'm talking about. What kind of pathetic drug do you take me for? I was intoxicated. No, I'm not drunk, madam, but you're giving me an idea. A very bad habit. But I'm not going to do it in my office, either. Why the fuck not? I would. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Yum. Hi, welcome back to Air Out My Shorts. I'm Preston Buttons. And I'm the word whore. And this is the show where you send in your shorts and we read them. Exactly. Welcome, <laughs> welcome new listeners. We're so excited. We, we've had a very recent resurgence of, of new listeners. I guess it's not a resurgence, is it? No, it's no. It's just a surgence. An influx. An influx of new listeners. And we're, we're thrilled and excited and... Giddy, even giddy. Yes, because maybe these people will send in stories giddy of eight hundred words or less. Yeah, it, it is now officially eight hundred words or less. Because <clears throat> we don't want to do forty-minute shows. Our objective is twenty-five minutes max, because we think that's about as long as anyone should be forced to listen to us in one sitting. Is if that... only our friends uh, could get away with that. What do you mean? Only having our company for forty minutes at a time, or rather, twenty-five minutes at a time. You think that's what they want? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they want. I'm a fun girl. And I'm a fun guy. Hey, do you have an innie, a belly button, or an outie? An innie. Okay, I hate outies. And I don't want to alienate any outie people out there, but... Aren't they kind of like a second penis? God, well, that would be a good thing. That would be a bonus. But no, unfortunately not. They have no practical purpose. Hmm. I guess it depends on how big it is. I just, I don't like the way they look overall, aesthetically. I think, uh, I think I'm with you on that, but I can't remember the last time I actually saw an Audi belly button. It's been oh. a very, very long time. I don't think they're all that rare, are they? It's been a long time since I took swimming lessons. Oh, that was the most belly buttons you, <laughs> you had the, your most belly button exposure time in your life? It seems like it. That actually saddens me a little bit. As far as bulk belly buttons, well, that and strip clubs, I guess. I don't think there are a lot of outy belly buttons in strip clubs. No. I could be wrong. I'm no authority. Are you itchy? Maybe it's the DTs. Could be. This is my first drink in two and a half days. Not mm -hmm. three days, actually, which is quite normal for the rest of the planet. Yeah, it's my first drink in a few days, too. So, yeah. So, there you go. I'm uh, going to be homeless soon. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I'm not sure what else to say. I mean, I think you'd make a damn fine hobo. Mm. Yeah, I'm a little too uh, too good in that role, I think. I'd like to see you with the, you know, the stick over the shoulder with the uh, bandana full of your uh, porn. <laughs> what, what would be in your bandana? I think there would be like a roast beef sandwich and porn. If you were a hobo. Quite possibly, yeah. And maybe a bar of soap that you can see through, if you're lucky. Yep, a toothbrush, some soap, and uh, some lesbian action. What more do you need? Really, not much. All I some need... Some Kleenex, maybe. All I need is this ashtray, this bottle of wine, and my lesbian porn. <gasps> and that, really, I could survive on that. 
Basically, the last 72 hours, I've lived on coffee, cigarettes, red wine, and... Oh, didn't I just say I hadn't had a drink in three days? That's not entirely true. <laughs> uh, I don't count red wine as alcohol. It's the water of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know. It's my own form of fasting, basically. I don't do it as a health nut thing. I do it accidentally. It's bizarre. I think everybody does it, though, right? You know, you spend a couple of days and you don't shower and you don't participate in regular everyday life and you just sort of become a shut-in cr- crawl into your cave and treat your yeah, body badly some, some <laughs> <laughs> booze and lesbian uh, porn are the the cornerstones of a of a healthy life i think oh yeah it's the m- most important meal of the day <laughs> which the booze or the porn to me they go hand in hand mm. I've rarely watched porn sober, and I've rarely been drunk without porn. So I'm, I'm not sure I can <laughs> separate the two. It's like cigarettes and coffee. I can't have one without the other. There are certain marriages of things that uh, should never be separated. I agree. So what's up? You have no news. You have no news. Well, I'm homeless. <laughs> oh, be you, homeless. you have lots of news. You're homeless, and you don't have an Audi belly button. That's right. I don't think there's much the listeners can do about your homelessness. No, probably not. So what's new with you? I've been living like an absolute slob. Up until three days ago, I probably would have argued that writer's block is a myth. But I've spent the last three days in like a disgusting filth heap that was once my bed, trying to write a short story that just doesn't want to be written. It's freaking me out. Well, you're under deadline, and you're probably not well, that's usually in that situation. Good point. But it, it's quite disgusting. I mean, if you had... I, I don't know if I want people to have the mental image of it, but I write in bed, and I think the average person can relate to how completely messy and disgusting any work area can become. If what are you it, wearing when you're writing in bed? Well, nothing. That, it's sort of important to the process. So I don't know if that's sexy or gross. Well, it's kind of, that's the thing. <laughs> well, I'm a nudist to begin with, but I have to be naked to write what I write, and because it's convenient. <laughs> um, just keep on, keep on looking in the mirror for inspiration, or or just down or whatever. <laughs> and uh, no, but the the gross thing is, so the my bed has become my my workspace, which is covered in like empty bags of chips and empty wine glasses and overflowing ashtrays. So it goes from and you know Kleenex and it it's just disgusting. It goes from uh, it goes being f- from being you know sexy kind of, naked in yeah, bed to yes, uh, to a pigsty <laughs> of some kind of mouse's is, lair. <clears throat> My drink's empty again. I noticed that. I'm knocking them back. You're a rummy. I haven't heard that term since I was a kid. Dance, rummy, dance. He's a rummy. Sixteen men on a dead man's ship. Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum. Uh, I don't know. I don't got much much else to say. Then let's, let's hit a story. Since this is Air Out My Shorts. <laughs> yes. Where we air out. Your shorts. My shorts, 191 Randall Crescent. (laughs) Yes. Let's do this one. Okay. This is a story sent in by S. Butts. 
You know, it's sad now that that people won't even admit to sending in stories to our show. They're They're all using pen names. This is S S Butts. How how original. Unless I apologize. Well, I'm if, assuming if it this stands, is his real name. I'm assuming it stands for Seymour. Yes, that's what I was assuming too. I I thought for a second that you were going to say, it's the S stands for cigarettes. Why? <laughs> Cigarette butts. Well, I can spell you. <laughs> I can't do math, but I can spell. Jesus, you actually think I would think that cigarettes started with an S? Oh, I never know. My God, your opinion of me is just... (laughs) You're hurting my feelings. Go to my happy place. Go to my happy place. I have to get my happy place fumigated before I can go back there, but... Anyway, as butts, send in this story. Okay, yes. And the story's called? This Spot. Okay. And so here I am. Pondering things, questions, always questions when I am here. They plague me and I cannot escape. I try to distract myself from the horror of it all, but I cannot. Eventually my reality comes back on me and I am forced to face this spot. I wonder if others have the same issues when they find themselves here. Do they ponder life like I, or perhaps focus on more insignificant things? But yet we come, we visit, we wait. Forced to think, forced to ponder, forced to question. These are not sentences. Forced into the closet That's not with a... someone you don't want to make out with you're just at a m- grade m- seven party. You're making stuff up now. Yeah, yeah. It's not in the story. Were you forced into a closet? <laughs> no, usually the other person was. Mm. You in go, the bottle? You go in the, the closet with Preston. But I don't want to. Oh, that's sad. Sorry, my unhappy childhood just comes back to haunt me. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I don't think it's improved all that much, but... Now there's booze involved, and they still don't want to go in the closet with me. Some can stand it longer than others. Do they get anxious like me? Do they feel the yearning to leave this festering, stinking place? A place where all we... He's talking about my bed. Yeah, apparently. A place where we have no one to blame but ourselves for the wretchedness of it all. Exactly. I think, yes. Oh, my God, he's talking about my bed. I have tried to resist. Uh, Oh, no, you have not. (laughs) No, I never do. I have withheld the urges and sensations that drive most back to this spot. I don't withhold any urges. No, you don't. Air guitar wouldn't exist. Yeah. You're the only one on the planet keeping up that wonderful art form. We won't get fooled again. Is that what you play when you play air guitar? <laughs> it's the, the, the windmilling of the, the, the arm. It improves the sensation. Um, yeah. <laughs> but life is like that sometimes. <laughs> I'll have to try out the windmill <laughs> move tonight on my own. Yeah, use a guitar pick. It's, it's, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think I'll be doing that. But life is like that sometimes. It draws you to where you do not wish to go. When they are here, some try to distract themselves. They bring various objects, various things to keep themselves distracted. But they cannot escape it either. We wait for that moment when all is right and one can leave. And after some quick paperwork and a flush, life can continue until the next time I visit this spot. I'm so 
fucking confused. Don't, don't tell me that you're confused. Why? Are you not? Oh, come on. Oh, my God. What? Is this like an alien abductee story or something? What is the okay, spot? Okay, I'll read the I'll read the last Tip, line please. for you. Okay. We wait for that moment when all is right, and one can leave. And after some quick paperwork and a flush, life can continue until the next time I visit this spot. Oh, see, I wasn't even listening. You're, I you're know saying you this guy, this listening. is a guy telling a story of being on the toilet. Yeah, which is pretty much where this show is heading right now. It's not my fault. <laughs> this spot. Is the toilet? Christ, I wasn't paying attention. Let's make a phone call. <laughs> Hello, you're on the air with the word whore and Preston Buttons. The word whore. Mm. Indeed. How you doing? Very good this evening. Yeah, welcome to the show, Professor Polymer. My pleasure. The, uh, it's, there are many kind of scientists in the world, but... Your your branch of the profession is uh, probably the word whore's favorite. Absolutely. I think you're responsible for latex, are you not? Of course. Excellent. I have some things to talk to you about, and I know it's... Uh, well, I'm hoping it will help some of our listeners, because I'm, I'm sure I'm not alone. I'm allergic to latex. As many people are. Okay, so it's, a, it's common... It is common. What is the the person allergic to latex supposed to do about the fact that they're allergic to latex, but the world demands we have safe sex? Oh, I think there are other, there are probably some other plastic options that one can consider. Uh, you may have to change your your preferences slightly. Okay. You could use a a, a polymer like Teflon. Although it's kind of hard to get that material in, in a form that uh, that's easy to use. Although there is a lot of cookware out there these days that's made out of uh, the same basic type polymer. True, yeah. but I'm, I'm not quite sure a Teflon frying pan would be of much use to me in the bedroom. The Teflon isn't bad if, you know, because if you're not going to be using it in the bedroom, then, you know, they might be able to make you a grilled cheese or something. Right. What are uh, vibrators made out of? Like a normal plastic or a... No, the plastics are often uh, silicones or urethanes, and some of them might be made out of lower-cost plastics like PVC. So the, the conglomerate that you work for doesn't make vibrators? Uh, unfortunately not. Oh, okay. So what, what is your department exactly? Well, our department makes uh, a variety of the different plastics that, that might be used, but we don't make any of the parts that you might buy. Other companies make those. Oh, okay. So you just supply the... Sub the, the raw materials. Okay. Okay, so f for all you know, a lot of the raw materials you're responsible for could be going into wonderful things like vibrators and and, I surely would hope and so. dildos and helping the world. <laughs> now, the, the last time you were in town, Professor Polymer, on that conference, I think I talked to you about um, my idea for mood latex. There are all kinds of new pigments that one could put into different plastics that will change color. Okay, so you could devise a mood latex, like a mood ring. Yes, so you that could. So that you could tell if the sex was going well or not. I'm not sure if it could be linked to act the actual degree of pleasure, but it certainly could be linked to physical phenomena like heat and light and warmth and so. Friction. So if you, your partner is not uh, is not getting all hot and bothered, you'd be able to tell. 
You might to a point, yes, as long as it was related to a physical phenomenon. Uh huh. So you know if your color-coded condom turns blue, it's probably a bad thing and things aren't working out. Maybe you should just yeah, throw in the towel. That's, that would be a, a, a neat thing to do with it, yes. Or call in a pinch hitter. Hmm. We are trying to make sex an awful lot safer, though. We've got new types of colored Kevlar. Kevlar? Yes. I like the sound of that. You can't be too careful. There aren't <laughs> a lot of bullets going through my bedroom. I don't know about you. If you want to just feel overly protected, you, you could wear some kind of tantalizing outfit out of a Kevlar fabric. Ooh, <laughs> oh, I like that. So you could basically dip the word whore in um, bulletproof, skin-tight, mood, latex. Yes. Ooh, <laughs> God. Wow, I'm excited. I think I'd like to be your um, like test subject for that. We could use you. Okay. Dip me in latex. Are you familiar with the clothing that many athletes wear today that, that wicks away moisture or heat from the body? No. I don't, I'm not much for sports. Well, there are a variety of types of clothing that one can, can use today, uh, which, which uh, will uh, take moisture away from your body. Uh, if you're sweating, it will take that moisture and, and wick it away from the surface, unlike cotton, which, which would just get wet and damp and kind of horrible. These fabrics, which really are made out of plastics, they, they can take moisture away and allow the air to, to move freely between the body and the environment. So if you made panties out of this particular material... Yes. And I... Oh, let's just say I have a, um, a nasty habit of getting wet at inappropriate times. Mm-hmm. This would prevent that. Uh, it would certainly allow the, the, the uh, moisture to, uh, to, to move away from the body quickly. Where would it go? Probably wherever you wanted it to go. <laughs> well, so there's mind control also involved in this product. It would move to the outer surfaces where it, uh, it could be eliminated. Exactly. How would it be eliminated? Uh, if if uh, on its own, it would it pro would probably uh, collect somewhere else, uh, or if there were others involved, they they could be uh, uh, it, it could be part of the collection procedure. <laughs> so it would come off your your panties and attach to someone else's cotton panties. Awesome! Didn't hear me say it. <laughs> I like that. That's certainly a part part and possibility. Sort of like a redirect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I'm not horny. She is. <laughs> Lots of options. You're smart. <laughs> <laughs> He's a scientist. I like that we have a scientist. He's our first ever scientist. There are many possibilities. I can see how you might be a little nonplussed right now. I am a little nonplussed. And hopefully. I think it's super sexy that you just said nonplussed, because no one <laughs> says that anymore. Big word. <laughs> That's a $10 word. It's a total $10 word. The other end of the spectrum, there's malfeasance. Hmm. Talk dirty to me, <laughs> Professor. All of that meshes with plastics, I'm not too sure. Some of my colleagues in Japan are working on plastics which will conduct electricity and through which one could literally project an image. <gasps> oh my God, that would be so On cool. the street, we could make it look like you, you blended totally into your background. By or I could walk down the street covered in like live action porn. Yes, you could do that. How hot would that be? You serious? This is in the works? 
This is in the works. I could wear TV clothing. Do you work for NASA or what? Because that's like really, that's big. You could have like three outfits. Porn underwear. You're not in the mood? Look at this. Yeah, check these out. You just walk around in the house in them until... Somebody noticed. Somebody <laughs> noticed, exactly. Regular underwear don't do that. Mm. Yeah, I think I, I, I should invest in this. Porn underwear. God, I hope you're right. I hope you're not just yanking my chain. <clears throat> then you, you could have you could have like a something that implies it if a big schlong. No, see, I'm not up for. I'm not <laughs> investing in that. You know those crazy life-like mannequins that people actually purchase as sex toys? Those are made out of plastic, also. Yes, yeah, see, you can take credit Soft for that. Silicone rubbers. They have like these five thousand dollar. Dolls. I know, and they're all named after me. <laughs> yes, they are. All made of plastic. What, what's up with that? Like, why? You know, five grand will go a long way with hookers. Why would you want to buy that? I guess you'd have to ask one of those well, aficionados. I would think a, a hooker is just like a one-time thing, and and this plastic woman would be at your beck and call forever. I guess so. God, I hope I never have to resort to a plastic woman in my bed or man oh yeah or man why would you want that though i guess you could probably have one where when you're finished your business it automatically says drive me home or yeah see that would be a bit more uh, familiar or tuck me in or or cuddle with me or never call me again okay well professor polymer we'll let you go for now this was a real honor. Thank you for uh, indulging me in the wonderful world of plastics. We will be calling you again. Anytime. All right, thank you very much. Good evening. Right, bye-bye. I like plastic, I think. I'm weirded out, though. By what? Just, okay, is it wrong for me to be totally cool with plastic genitalia and not want any sort of body attached to it? No. I, mean, that... I, I think it's kind of creepy. Like, what, what, well, do you, what do you need the head of a blow-up doll for? Because it's one of the three tunnels of love. For for um guys, yeah. sure. Oh. I don't need all of the unnecessary limbs and... You know what, though? Like, what am I going to do with my plastic boyfriend's foot? For men... If they want to have a, a blow-up doll, it makes a little more sense. And I'm, I don't know. I might be kind of stretching here, but but you you have something to hold on to. Whereas is that like good? A, uh, well, if you yeah, depending what, on that, what you're doing. That Let's put it this urge way. to cuddle that all men have. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that. Well, what then? I'm talking about the the the, the grabbing the hips uh, action. If you were to just have, you know, those, like, fake pussies or whatever. Pocket pussy. Pussy. Pocket pussy. Um, <laughs> pocket pussy. Yeah, that's what they're called. Oh. You put it in your pocket. Mm. Carry it anywhere. Who knows? Maybe they're great, but, like, I'm thinking, you know, you might as well just jerk off. I would think so, yeah. Uh, whereas with a, with a full-size doll, it's a little more of an imitation of the act. It weirds me out. You know, as much as you may want to believe it, I haven't bought a $5,000 fake Oh, I don't want to believe it. Although at this point, it might be worth considering. 
Are you done with me now? <laughs> you want to pull the uh, the stopper and let the air fizzle out of me and put me back in my box? <laughs> yes. Huh. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. The dirty word whore. The dirty word whore. Let's listen to the dirty word whore for songs and stories and so much more. Boop a doop a doo doo. The dirty word whore. This is the time we always say get ready, get set for come shot day. It's time for discovery. Come on, let's play. Ba doop a doo doo. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was um doing something. <laughs> I see. Something we will be deleting. Of course. <laughs>